Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about something that happened during the entire Kavanaugh-Ford controversy of recent weeks. I don't want to talk about the details of that controversy or the nomination or the hearings. Uh, we've talked about that. People have processed that, and that's for another time. But I want to talk to you about a certain thing that happened during all of that that is part of an ongoing problem that I have been addressing for quite some time. Now, now, I want to say, first of all, that almost everybody involved in this is a friend of mine. And so I'm not hammering anyone. I'm not trying to say that they're evil people, but I want to give you an example of something that's doing tremendous damage. You know, one of the signs of intelligence, somebody once said, is that you can hold two competing thoughts in your mind at the same time. And part of the problem in American politics is that we are thinking that everything is black and white. There are no shades of gray. There are no blurred lines. There are no uh, truths on both sides. There's, there's no mixture, so to speak. Everything is good or evil, black or white, righteous or unrighteous, uh, wicked or good. Every, we think in terms of polarities. We think in terms of dualities and dichotomies. And I tell you, it's not serving us very well. Now, a friend of mine, Pastor Robert Jeffers, who's the pastor of First Baptist Dallas, great big, huge church. He's very outspoken. Uh, he, he is a dear friend of this uh, administration, this presidential administration. Uh, he gave the inaugural, he led, preached at the inaugural church service at St. John's in D.C. Uh, before the inauguration of Donald Trump, etc. Very, very prominent. But this past weekend on Fox, he said that the current Kavanaugh Ford, at that time it was current. Now it's over, of course, and Kavanaugh has been appointed. But the but the Kavanaugh Ford issue and the debates and the and the hearings and the and, and the controversy that was going on, he said it's a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Now there's a chance that he said this more in reference to the abortion situation, uh, which Kavanaugh, of course, might end up ruling on one day, and there might be a reversal of Roe v. Wade. This is what many people think might happen. I think it's unlikely, frankly, not because Kavanaugh doesn't hold uh, certain views that could lead to it. I'm not sure it will ever come to the court that way, number one. And number two, Kavanaugh has already said that Roe v. Wade is settled law, and I'm not sure that he would vote in that direction anyway. Anyway, the point is that's not, uh, that might be what Jeffers, Pastor Jeffers was speaking of. But the problem is that when you speak of a controversy like Kavanaugh Ford, like a, contra a controversy like Kavanaugh's nomination process as being good or evil, as being kingdom of darkness or kingdom of light, even if your primary reference is abortion, you are essentially calling the other side evil. And this is how it was taken. This is why it has received such currency on social media, because it sounds like an evangelical pastor is saying that that the other side, that the Ford, the side that Dr. Ford represents, that the side of women saying that they've been sexually molested, that the side that's saying they want to be heard as survivors, that the side that says the sexual molestation has to stop and it has to stop being winked at and it has to stop whether we're talking about Harvey Weinstein or we're talking about Donald Trump or we're talking about other people, uh, that side is evil. 
they, they, they heard themselves described as in the words of Dr. Jeffress. Now, I don't know exactly what he meant, but it's on video on television, and that is what he said, and it is broadly about abortion, but narrowly about the specific controversy and about an election. Now, now I'm, I have never hidden the fact that I'm an evangelical. Uh, I attend uh, an interdenominational church in D.C. And a, and a charismatic Anglican church in Nashville. I've never hidden those things. I, this is exactly who I am. But I also have, have written books and gone on media and been, done everything I can do to try to get religious people in general and evangelical people in specific to not speak of the other side as evil. I've spoken to a lot of people who are sort of uh, caught up in the Me Too moment and are advocates for women, advocates for women who have been abused, advocates for women who need to be heard. And, And I'll tell you, their core cause, not always their methods, not always their clothing, not always their hat wear, <laughs> their, what, what they wear on their heads, not all, all, always what their t-shirts say, but their core message is that women ought not be abused and when they are, society should hear them, protect them, and prosecute the evildoers. That core message is one that evangelicals ought to share. That core message is one that people of good intent and noble intent ought to share in our society. So see, I could never bring myself to call the other side evil. I can, by the way, uh, speak of abortion in terms of good or evil. I am strongly pro-life, never hidden that, talked about it many times on this podcast. And if that's what Dr. Jeffress was saying, then, then yeah, I understand that battle. But he was speaking of elections. He was speaking of the Kavanaugh-Ford moment. And in that context, he said that this is a battle between good and evil. And I have to say to you that at worst, this was, at best, this was clumsy. At worst, it was the kind of thing that's causing us trouble. Because what it does is it takes millions of women, some of whom have been abused, and many of whom have been abused, and it makes them back away from Christianity, back away from evangelicals, back away from people like Pastor Jeffress, uh, back away maybe from people like me, I don't know, because they assume that we are always on the side of power, always on the side of Republicans, always on the side of uh, harsh male dominance. It's not true. That's not at all what evangelicalism produces. And I love the fact that a woman by the name of Beth Moore, who is a prominent evangelical teacher, is actually challenging uh, males in the evangelical community to, to say, hey, don't, don't speak of us as though we're evil because, see, she too has been abused. Don't speak of us as evil. Don't speak of this as, as though a woman who's abused should, should, should not bring it to the surface, not bring it to the board of a church, not bring it to the board of a university um, because there's a higher cause of Christ and therefore she should sit quietly in her pain. Yeah, Beth is saying that that, that shouldn't happen. Uh, this, this is a matter of righteousness. This is a matter of women being heard. This is a matter of doing the will of God in dealing with this abuse culture that we have grown, that we have basically created through porn and immorality and male dominance and a misreading of scripture. My point is that a noble view of politics and noble approach to politics is that we recognize that there's truth being championed by the other side. Democrats, in my view, are not evil. They may have some goofy solutions. There may be some real weirdos in that party, like there are some weirdos in the Republican Party. But there are some people championing truth. 
there are some people that are advocating for righteous things. When people in the Democratic Party uh, advocate for the poor or, or, they, or they advocate for uh, s- some solutions of peace in our foreign policy or, or they advocate perhaps for a, a more just medical care, these aren't wicked causes. This is not socialism run amok. Uh, this is an attempt to grapple with things that are righteous and that ought to be the concerns of a righteous society. Now, I lean right of center. I'm more conservative than I am leaning to the left. And we all know why. It's because I am pro-life. And uh, and I think that there are some uh, stridently misguided ideas on the left. And uh, I have friendships on the left. And we argue and we talk and we eat hamburgers and we disagree. Um, but, but, I, but I don't believe that they are evil. And I want to say that to the extent that people who are bringing their religion to bear in politics, which is a legitimate thing, by the way, if you're sincerely religious, you're going to bring your values into the public square, perfectly legitimate. But to the extent that we do that and call the other side evil, what we're essentially doing is saying there's no truth to be had over there. Now, I like Pastor Jeffress. Uh, we've spoken. Uh, I mean, we're not fishing buddies, but I mean, I like him. He's a good man. He doesn't intend to do evil. But this kind of statement, when it's clumsily done, labels an entire category of victims and an entire political party, by the way, as evil, as part of the kingdom of darkness. And I want to say that this is the kind of language we should shy away from. We should bring our truth. We should speak our truth. We should be unashamed of what we believe. But we need to hear truth in the mouth of our enemies. We need to hear truth in the mouth of our critics. And the unwillingness to do that is part of what has produced the rather damaging part of the Trump administration. It's part of what has produced the rather clumsy mishandling of national affairs on the part of the religious right. It's, it's part of what is compromising us in the eyes of young millennials, in the eyes of many women, in the eyes of people who are some more on the left than they are on the right. We are in desperate need of productive dialogue in this society. And the evangelical community has, for the most part, demonized the opposite side when there's truth to be, truth to be heard. You know, I live here in D.C., and I hang with a lot of people on both sides of the aisle. Do you know there are pro-life Democrats? Uh, do you know there are Democrats who are, who are, who are Democrats? Uh, not because they are uh, social liberals. Uh, in fact, they're actually social conservatives. But they believe certain things about budgets or certain things about defense or certain things about Medicare, uh, medical care or, or certain things about racial, race relations that ought to be heard. I'm not suggesting that the only place to live righteously is in the middle. I happen to be right of center. Uh, I think moderation is more needed at our time. Uh, and I'm not, by the way, just picking on Pastor Jeffers. He may have just misspoken or uh, he may have not meant to apply his words beyond just the issue of abortion. But when we speak this way, we do damage and we close ears to our message as religious people and we essentially inflame the debate between left and right. Solutions are always found somewhere approximating the middle. So demonize the other side if you want to. All you're doing is removing yourself from meaningful discussion. Pendulums 
swing. Obama administrations in their extremities and their extreme approaches produce Trump administrations. But we got it. We're eventually going to have to land somewhere more in the middle. It's not compromise and it's not cowardice and it's not yellow streaks in the middle of the road. What it is, is where rational people end up when they hear both sides and try to come to the compromises, to the, to the wise policies that move our nation forward. I don't believe that Dr. Ford is evil. I don't believe that those who want women championed, uh, those women who have been abused, that they are part of the kingdom of darkness. That may not have been what Dr. Jeffress was saying. That is how it was taken, and it is damaging us, and we have to learn to hear truth in the mouth of our enemies and then speak with wisdom and balance if we're going to make a difference in this world. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.